Hey there, Tired Mamas. You're listening to the Chasing Sweet Dreams podcast. I'm Erin McCormick, certified pediatric sleep consultant and owner of Chasing Sweet Dreams. Welcome back, dreamers. Today, we are talking about daylight savings time. Now, when we fall back in November, most parents are freaking out, especially if your child is already an early riser. But when we spring forward in March, this has most parents high-fiving each other. No more 5.12 a.m. wake-ups staring you at the face. Yes, moving the clocks forward by an hour is generally much easier on families with young children than the dreaded fallback. So what this means is moving the clocks forward by one hour is generally much easier on families with children than the dreaded fallback. If the upcoming time change still has you a little bit nervous about the disruption of your child's sleep schedule, I have some strategies for you to manage this. Okay, let's start with older children. So if you have a child that no longer takes a nap, my best advice for children to help with the time change is to split the difference between the old time and the new time. So how does that work? I'm going to give you an example. Here's what you're going to do if your child normally goes to bed at 7 p.m., okay? On Sunday, the day of the time change, you're going to put them down at 7.30 p.m., okay? On Monday, you're going to put them down at 7.30 p.m. On Tuesday, you're going to put them down at 7.30 p.m. And then on Wednesday, you're going to put them down at 7 p.m. Now, if you have a toddler that takes one nap, what you're going to do on Sunday, the day of the time change, you're going to put him or her down for a nap 30 minutes later than usual. So how does this work? I'm going to give you an example. A toddler who naps at 12.30 p.m. and goes to bed at 7 p.m. would look like this. On Sunday nap will be at 1 p.m. and bedtime will be at 7.30 p.m. On Monday, nap will be at 1 p.m., bedtime will be at 7.30 p.m. On Tuesday, nap will be at 1 p.m., bedtime will be at 7.30 p.m. And then on Wednesday, nap will be at 12.30 and bedtime will be at 7 p.m. Now, if you have an infant, if you have a baby whose bedtime and naps have a predictable schedule, usually this is around six months old or when your baby is on two naps. And this also means that your baby is going down for their nap at a predictable time and bedtime around the same time every day, okay? What we're going to do is we're going to adjust those sleep times by 15 minutes until you reach the normal time. So how does this work? Let me give you an example. A baby whose bedtime is 7 p.m. should go down at the following. On Sunday, you're going to put them down at 7.45 p.m. On Monday, you're going to put them down at 7.30 p.m. On Tuesday, you're going to put them down at 7.15 p.m. And on Wednesday, you're going to put them down at 7 p.m., which is the new time, okay? If your baby is not on a predictable schedule, so if they're between the ages of birth and three months old, you're just simply going to jump to the new time on Sunday, just like you would if you were traveling to a new time zone. Here's a little bonus tip. Don't forget about the importance of the sleep-inducing room environment. The beginning of daylight savings time means that Mr. Sun starts his work day a whole lot earlier. So you want to avoid early morning wakes with blackout shades or blackout curtains. I do have a few links on my website for some good products such as the Easy Blackout Window Cover 
or the sleep out curtains. Also consider a sound machine to black out the noises of those beautiful but oh so noisy birds nesting outside your kiddo's windowsill. Dark and quiet is best for sleep. Okay, now I want to just wrap this up by saying it may take babies and toddlers a bit more time to fall asleep. This is totally normal and it usually takes about a week for babies and toddlers to completely adjust to the new time. For some children that are sensitive sleepers, it may take up to a month. I have so much more I want to teach you about baby and toddler sleep and how you can help your baby. Follow me on Instagram and check out my daily stories. Also, if you want a screen grab of a quick rundown of how to make these adjustments, you can find them on Instagram or on the blog post on my website. Thanks for listening to the Baby and Toddler Sleep Podcast with Chasing Sweet Dreams, where I share effective tools, tips, advice, and strategies for getting sleep on track. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, leave a review, and share with a mom and dad who might need some rest. Follow me on Instagram at Chasing Sweet Dreams and check out our website at ChasingSweetDreams.com for blogs, free guides, and more information on how I work one-on-one with families to reach their sleep goals. Sweet dreams!